0: Are you looking to achieve a high quality and full life? You're in the right place. Welcome to Heightened Living. Heightened Living with your host, Austin Floyd. I'm titling this podcast, The Problem with Our Modern Education System Part 1, because I'm sure I'm going to go into this a lot. Um, for anyone who knows me personally, they know that I often talk about just how flawed our school system is and... Uh, just for a bit of context, let me go through my story um, before. I mean, started out in school, I was always good. Um, I have a semi-photographic memory, so learning information was pretty easy. And the fact that most schooling is tested on basic rote memorization paired with standardized tests, which is tests for your qualifications and how good you could be a factory worker, uh, it was pretty easy, um, coasted through Started to really understand and start questioning things that didn't align with what I wanted to learn or why I wanted to learn it throughout middle school, high school, and then leading into college, there was this one moment, and uh, me and one of my friends, Bailey, we were standing in the backyard of our fraternity house, and we're like, why are we here? What is this doing? I just want to go and start living life already, and get out of what this rat race, this this collegiate atmosphere of nonsense is because um, the more that you go through higher education, the more that you see it's not set up for a lot of people, and it's not set up for a lot of people purposely. So, recently I've been reading this book called um, The End of Average, and in chapter three, he goes through literally the, the way the school system is set up, and it was something that I had never heard before, but, um, based on what I've seen and how I understand life, I was uh, kind of blown away because it was exactly what I was thinking. Um, So in 1912, Rockefeller and a few guys created the General Education Board. And when they did that, they essentially designed schools to be a preface for factory, industry, corporate workers. They did that by making the bells in schools um, very similar to the bells in factories, so that when you were in school, you were already being trained to understand and operate by the bell. They set up a hierarchical system in schools, uh, so there's an administrator and everything, just like a business, there's a board, there's all these different components to it, which would really mimic uh, the industry and what they were trying to do in 1912. Flash forward uh, about 12, 15 years to uh, one of Rockefeller's actually greatest friends, um, Napoleon Hill. In his book, uh, Outwitting the Devil, the devil actually gives almost all the reasons that school is bad. And it relates to your teachers uh, don't let you question, and they're not letting you really think about what's going on. And school is designed for you to not think, Um if we go back to the end of average, he, he literally is going into the fact that school is set up so the A students stay the A students, the B students stay the B students, and you don't improve. And it doesn't matter if uh, you're a teacher listening or anything like that because this is an institution level. This is countrywide uh, in the United States. That's why we're 27th or 32nd. I hear differences all the time in schooling and education. Whereas other countries operate a lot better because they're not revolved around this uh, this mindset and this constant battle of we need to get these kids ready for the workforce. The workforce. You hear it all the time. You hear it on the news. Um, there's not enough jobs. Actually, there's, there's more jobs hiring right now than there are unemployed people. But because we're humans, we're always picky and choosy. So uh, a lot of people don't want the jobs that are available to them. Um, And I think that is rightly so. I think so many people go to a job right out of college, right out of high school, one that they see they can make decent money at instead of investing in themselves and um, starting on the pursuit of self-learning, self-education, self-betterment. And once you do that, you create and hone in these skills which literally will allow you to make money anywhere you go, um, live anywhere you go. And I get in arguments all the time about this with people because they're like, Austin, you come from a middle class family in a good neighborhood. And I do and I understand and I'm privileged in that sense. But I also was someone who went through the education system and I I saw how flawed it was constantly because I wouldn't study and I'd always have A's. The reason I would always have A's, yes, a bit of photographic memory, so a bit. Um, I don't know if audiographics a thing, but if I hear something, I can remember it pretty damn well, too. But it was set up for me, and I knew that, and I saw other people who were good-hearted people with great minds not being able to go through. They're like, oh, under test pressure, I can't do well. That happens a lot, and we just act like, oh, they're stupid. No, but intelligence is not just regular intelligence. Yes, we have IQ, and IQ is the intelligence quotient. Oh, my God, what's good at How intelligent are you? It doesn't matter because you have EQ, emotional quotient. How how well can you relate with people? How well can you be in social settings? How clear and articulate are your thoughts? There's so many other things than these dumb standardized tests. ACT, SAT mean absolutely nothing. But what we've found is a way to take everybody and measure them on the same level. And we're measuring them on the same level in such an impersonal way that, yes, just like the book, The End of Average, average is now something that we use as a measurement system, but no one fits any average uh, model. Nowhere. You know, okay, you could say, yeah, some people get all C's. Yeah, that's average, quote unquote, even though average is 70% in schools now, which doesn't make any sense. We have to be able to understand these different, um, these different Principles of hey, if we're doing average, hey, if we're doing anything like that, and we're using that as our metric for success, then we will never be absolutely incredibly successful. So, I talked about the marshmallow test recently as well, because this is another thing that goes on to show if a kid's going to be successful in school or not, but it's something that doesn't have any context behind it. It is an illogical thing that a lot of people point to, and essentially it's about self control. They took kids. They put marshmallow in front of them He said, hey, if you don't eat this for the next 20 minutes, we're going to come back and we're going to give you two marshmallows. Well, the kids who didn't eat it, who got the two marshmallows, went on to do better in life. So you're saying that these these situational and this, um, this ability to have self-control is developed and already present in kids when they're going to get marshmallows or not. Now, one of the fascinating things is that's incorrect because – not only is that study based on just two variables which let me tell you if you put someone in wartime if you put someone in famine scarcity whatever it is they're always going to change their answer but it's looking at one faceted hey i'm in a study room i'm in a a room where a study is being conducted with a uh, medical professional or whoever is running the test and of course i'm going to act different You act different everywhere you go. All throughout the day, you're always different, depending on who you're talking to and who you're with. Sometimes you're coy and you just give a smile and you go, hey. Other times you go into a deep conversation with someone that you feel really resonant with. That's how we are as humans. So let's return back to the school system. It doesn't allow for that. It doesn't allow for individuality, and it doesn't do that for a reason. Um, In that same CBE uh, document that um, Rockefeller was working on, they literally say we don't want to create philosophers we don't want to create artists or thinkers or anything like that we just want to be able to make these people literally better workers than their parents were without the flaws that their parents had so that is how the school system is set up and a lot of people always go awesome well you're being mean to teachers and i'm not being mean to teachers yes i do believe that the best teachers should be the ones teaching and the people who understand and practice what they're doing right now should be the ones who are giving the practical education lessons. But in this sense, this is a school-wide flaw. It's a flaw that essentially takes out the ability for kids to learn well, to go on to problem-solve and do what they want to do. And I think it's one of the saddest things because we always pride education as uh, the the main way out of uh, poverty or the main way to be safe in life, quote-unquote safe, right? Oh, he got all A's, now he's in college, and now he's in med school, and now he's a doctor. He's been safe his whole life, but he's never questioned anything. And the fact that he hasn't questioned anything <clears throat> means if you really look at what he's doing, it's probably not that good. Not the work. The work might be fine. But his ability to question these institutions that he's working for, um, it's, a, it's, it's a very powerful thing to be able to think yourself um, and to learn yourself. And once you understand that learning can happen and does happen better outside of the classroom than inside of the classroom, take, for instance, anytime you get an IKEA piece of furniture, Do you know anything about architecture or how how to build a building? No, but you'll learn really quickly how to put together that piece of IKEA furniture. It's just like the person who sells houses and builds houses, knows about houses, their features, the benefits, good infrastructure, better than the person who's just a house flipper. Um, The more that we engage in these subjects and we actually start to utilize them, the better it's going to be for everybody. So... That's just got to be a small rant for today on schools just to just to prime the brain on uh, the education system. i really thinking about, hey, is this worth it? Is this what life is supposed to be about? And why the hell are schools set up just like businesses taking more money from more kids than ever before, creating student loans, which are literally the largest and most brutal payments ever? for kids who will most likely never be able to pay them for the rest of their life or at least, you know, the next 30, 40 years, which is uh, just one of the saddest, most horrible things. So with that, on that positive note, go out and learn something. Hey, you just learned something today. So you got a little bit of education on education. Um, But I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Heightened Living with your host, Austin Floyd. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit heightenedliving.com on Facebook at Heightened Living. We'll catch you next time.